Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is Lewis Hart for Boxing Social in association with Empire Fight Store and William Hill. Delighted to be joined in Brighton with Nissa Sowland. My first time here and the first time that Harlem Eubank is returning to Brighton. Something that you've wanted for such a long time. How are you feeling about getting this one over the line? I'm worrying about you. You've never been to Brighton. I live like an hour away. I've just never been, mate. Right. Come on, man. Open your eyes. No, it's a beautiful place. Looking forward to the fight. Um, what was it? 91, 92. So what's that? 30 years ago? A bit more than that. That was the last time there was a headline, a, a Eubank headlining in uh, Brighton. So we're just happy to be back. How good does it feel to deliver this for Harlem? It's something that you, he's always talked about, he's always said it out that he wanted to come back in Brighton. To deliver it now and be in, in a decent fight, it must feel you know, good sort of patting your back for yourself. You know what? I never pat myself on the back. Um, yeah, there's too many things that go wrong. <laughs> Once you think you're winning, you're losing straight away. So, um, no, no, I mean, it's, it's obviously with what's happened with his dad and everything, I think that... It was important for him to do it here more, more so than ever, um, almost in honour of him. Um, and I think that it's going to sell really well, judging by the amount of press here today. There's a lot of press up. I don't know. Normally it's just you lot, you know, just turning up with a few cameras. There's uh, some you know, guys with big cameras, which normally means BBC, ITVs, I don't, I don't know. But that is a good sign. Um, and I think there'll be a good buzz here. Um, I know a lot of the football team will turn out and, and support Brighton as well through the contacts of Wasserman and, and yeah, it's going to be a good night. Absolutely, and we fighting Timo Schwartzkop. Um, been in there with some tough top operators, never been stopped against the likes of Jack Catterall, um, Anthony Eager, as we previously said, beat Junior Witter. Um, do you feel like this is you know, the hardest fight that Harlem's going to face in his career so far? Yeah, um, oh, definitely, most definitely. Um, people talk about step-ups this definitely is a step-up um, and like I said in the press conference it's time for, for Harlem to prove that he's not just a name he needs to prove that he's a boxer and he belongs there with the elite um, and I think this fight will give that to him Absolutely. there was talk before about it potentially being Lewis Ritson or a European title shot um, how comes they didn't come to fruition and was it disappointing for them not to come to fruition um, I think the Ritson fight will be there next year um, I also think the European title shot, I think Aziz is fighting for Azim is fighting for it. Um, I, I, there was a lot of politics behind the scene uh, with that. Um, we tried to get the Petit Jean fight, couldn't get it. Um, I think we were outbid or outmaneuvered, I don't know. But uh, we are where we are. Um, I think Schwarzkopf is just as dangerous as Petit Jean, if I'm honest with you. Um, fine, you got the European title, great title and everything, but um, yeah, it's, it's going to be a good night. With someone like Harlem being in such a stacked division domestically, is it exciting that a win here could really see him mix with the names of such as Dalton Smith, Adam Azim, and Lewis Ritson, guys we've previously mentioned before, where down the line there can be such big domestic scraps for each other? 
Yeah, definitely. Look, I, Dalton with Azim, all these guys. You know, you almost don't want to rush it too much. Obviously, I'd love to see those fights, but are they huge fights yet? I don't think so. They need to be cooked a little longer. Um, Azim going for the European title, and I believe is eighth or ninth fight. Ninth fight. I think you have to be eight fights in to get ranked. Can't remember exactly, but um, that's. Listen, you. Uh, it's a tough fight. It's a tough fight for him. Um, 12 rounds, young kid, unbelievably talented, um, but it's, it's a big step up for him. Um, and also Dalton Smith, obviously, he's, he's been out for a while, I think, with a little injury. Um, but those fights can come tail end of next year. Absolutely. Well, moving on, uh, we saw Jai Opatia beat Jordan Thompson this weekend and finally getting out there and finally getting a victory. Um, there was a, a keen person watching ringside, Maris Bradis. Um, is that the 100% next is, you know, Jai, he talked about Jai Opatia, talked about winning the WBO, a bit of a sniff, but is he going to have to go through Maris Bradis once again? Yeah, yeah, he will, yeah. But, I mean, also, I don't think Billum Smith can do that fight because I think he's fighting a Coley, someone said to me. Um, I think there was a rematch clause which was mentioned straight after the fight. If I was a Coley, I'd be going up to heavyweight. I mean, he's got the perfect build for it. Um, more money at heavyweight. And, and actually, the UK's screaming out for some young heavyweights or some, some not young, but, you know, new heavyweight blood. Is it important for Bradis to get back on the scene? He hasn't been out since the Opatai fight. was meant to be in Scotland, but got injured. Um, is it good that he has to remind people that, you know, he's still and alive and well in this, in this stacked cruiserweight division? Yeah, look, he's a, was he, three-time, four-time world champ. Uh, gave Usyk his toughest fight ever. Uh, you know, people seem to forget that, so you do have to remind them sometimes. Um, he was off point against Opatai, almost won. Uh, if there had been, uh, you know, another minute of the 13th, if there would have been a 13th round with one minute, he would have probably won and stopped Opatai. Opatai was out for a while because of the injury he sustained uh, to his jaw in that fight. So, does Opatai want it? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it's a tough fight. Does Bradis want it? He's, he's, he wants the belt. He was there. He was going, this is my belt. This is my belt. I was like, okay, yeah, but you need to win it back. And uh, we've manoeuvred him into a position where he will fight for it. Sticking on the topic of mandatories and other things, we did see that Fury Usyk is signed for next year, um, or potentially 23rd of December. That is signed. Um, one thing, where does this leave Filip Hergovic with waiting for a mandatory? Um, how does this, how does Hergovic shape into this, all this picture? Um, well, I, I still feel, find it quite unbelievable and almost disrespectful towards Nganu, who's meant to be fighting a 10-rounder against uh, Tyson. Um, we, we have a position. I can't discuss it too much here. Um, we are consulting some kind of a legal process because we've simply waited around since the Zhang fight last August for a mandatory. Um, we were pretty much made to fight Dempsey McKean to keep our ranking um, and keep our mandatory spot. So, it's a, yeah, it's a bit... I understand that everyone wants to see that fight and whatever anyone says, oh, he doesn't deserve it, he doesn't he's in that position. Yeah. So you're going to make a guy wait for a year and a half. And, you know, he's got lots of earnings at the prime of his career. It's just it's not very moral.
But would there would you be willing to wait whether you know Usyk say Usyk drops to the IBF or would you be willing to wait for that fight so you can get all four belts in a way instead of potentially having one or three belts? Or is there too much waiting? Has there been too much waiting now? Look, I think he's going to have to keep busy, isn't he? Um, we'll see. You know, I'd like it to keep him busy. Um, he's had too many long spells off because of injury or inactivity. Um, so ideally, we'd keep him busy. Just a last one from me. Yes, yeah, right. That's right. No worries. Just a last one from me. Um, Eddie Hearn came out last week talking about uh, there's potentially been an off from Sky about trying to make the Conor Ben versus Chris Eubank Jr. fight. Just wanted to know, what was your knowledge of this and have you heard of anything about the offers or potential offers from Boxer and Sky? To, to do Conor Ben? To do Conor Ben versus Chris Eubank Jr. on Sky. Uh, Eddie got an offer. No, so Eddie heard about that the Boxer had offered potentially contact with, Chris, with Conor Ben's team or Eubank Jr.'s team about potentially making that fight on Sky. Well, we haven't heard anything from the Eubank Jr. side, but um, I think Connor has a contract with Eddie. Um, I believe there is, you know, maybe there was an offer made to Connor, but uh, if he's under contract to Eddie, I'd be, I'd be pretty upset uh, with that if I was Eddie. Absolutely. Nissa Sowland, thank you for speaking to me. Appreciate it. And I look forward to seeing you in Brighton, mate. Thank you, mate. Top man. Thank you. Sports Social Podcast Network.